To Unplugged, the Mill Usman podcast, your stable for authentic information and unbridled fun. And now, your host. This is Grandmaster Mo. Welcome to Unplugged, the Mo Usman podcast, episode 11. On this episode, I'll be taking you on a journey. A trip down memory lane on how it all began for me, my personal journey to broadcast media. Well, it all started like any good story would. When I was a young boy, I always wanted to be in the industry. <laughs> well, not really, not really. Um, I grew up in a traditional household where um, everybody wanted their kid to, you know, study something professional, say, when I say professional, I'm not saying broadcast media isn't professional, but I'm just saying like the traditional professional courses like accounting, um, being a medical doctor. Uh, it was a doctor for me at first. And then I found out that I am very, very squeamish when I see blood. So I decided personally that that was not going to be the path for me. Um, when I got to SS1, was in science class. And then, you know what? I learned how to write a proper formal letter to transfer myself to commercial class yeah well i always had about this intention of being an accountant and then when accounting became a thing and ss1 ss2 i was like yo you know what Mm-mm, this is not for me to <laughs> this is not for me to but i was gonna try to stick to it now the courses are the subjects i was really really good at were economics commerce and government yeah cool and then yeah literature i was sort of like a late bloomer when it came to literature because that all of a sudden became a thing for me in ss3 i played uh romeo in the class in class drama i went to a school where we didn't have the luxury of performing on stage but we performed in class so yeah i, I performed a romeo um in class one time and i don't know i just i just loved it um but yeah that was it for school but the first instance where i got introduced to broadcast media proper was during ramadan can you believe it um see i grew up in lagos yeah so uh, there's this program that always holds on nta2 channel 5 uh, that's very early in the morning during sahur time and um, they normally ask questions as regards um the dean there were categories there was fiqh there was a sirah and you know the likes of them and on that fateful day i wasn't going to fast uh, it was fast today and not fast tomorrow for us in, in the house that was how we were taught how to fast initially so on that day i wasn't gonna fast i was just laying down sleeping enjoying my sleep whilst everybody was doing so and i heard a loud tap on my back apparently um the phone number that they've been showing on the screen finally went through this was after days and days of trying it finally went through and old man was like yo wake up wake up wake up we finally got through and then he gave me the phone i was still sleepy i was asked a few questions i got it and i was specifically good with fake so yeah it was cool that uh, they had that category so i answered the questions correctly they asked how old i was i said i was 13 they couldn't believe it so they were like you know what when you come in we're gonna find out when you come in to claim your your prizes we're gonna find out so w- w- when i finally got there <laughs> when i finally got there it was like everybody else that won were say within the age of say late 30s 
late 20s those are the kind of people that won and i was there with my dad and they started asking him questions whether he helped me or stuff because i was sleepy so the answers were coming late and they thought i was being told what the answers were but that wasn't the case and they asked me some other questions there regarding fake and i did fantastically well i mean come on <laughs> and from then on um they were like okay they were convinced and every other parent that was there present wanted to know what i was being taught in islamia so yeah i actually really felt good on that day but this was the kicker for me yeah this was the kicker for me i was brought in front of uh, a lot of people i saw them standing behind what were what what i later be, what i later knew were cameras um very complicated stuff actually um they were standing all behind it and i was asked to you know show appreciation be like okay I won on so 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 day and I'm here to claim my prize and then of course I would you know say thank you to all of the sponsors and and all of that stuff and and the hosts the presenters of the program and after I did that I was so fascinated about how the whole thing was happening the whole how what word what word would I use for it um it's just at the tip of my tongue by the way <laughs> uh it was it was also surreal like I was like, I'd like to be on the other side. So it wasn't radio for me at first, yeah. It was it was never radio at all. It was always TV for broadcast media for me. From that point on. So I made it a point to want to study that in school, but you know, traditional households and stuff. Everybody wanted you to either be a medical doctor, an accountant, a lawyer, or whatever, engineer. And mm, I wasn't having it. I just, I, I just thought, let's let's go to commercial class and from there, we'll figure things out. Now, it was time for me to go to uni. I filled out um, my jam form and I put in University of Medigree under duress. <laughs> but that turned out to be fantastic for me. I put in University of Medigree. I wanted to put in mass communication, but no. People were standing on my shoulder and I was sort of forced to put in accounting but then i said you know what no after i became after i finally knew what accounting was what it demanded no it wasn't for me so i thought you know what how about economics or business management so finally finally cut the story short i got in and i did business management yeah um so yeah i graduated as a business manager with a specialization in I graduated as a business administration student with a specialization in management. See, I've forgotten what my degree is. Seriously. Okay. So, um, after all of that, uh, I came home in 2013. We were supposed to graduate in 2012, but with the whole Boko Haram issue, we stayed home for months. And then the whole striking issue also made us stay home for months. So, finished school in 2013. Stayed home for close to... Okay, we finished I finished my last exam May 23rd, I think. May. It was May. It was May. Um, finished May. Got back home. Uh, we had actually moved to Kano at the time. So, yeah. Got back to Kano. And there was nothing to do. There was nothing to do. Now, if I can recall, back in 2012, when we first got to Kano, when I came to visit the house from school, um, there was nothing to do in Kano. There was nothing fun. Uh, where we're staying it was difficult to get the tv set up like with the dish and everything so no tv uh no radio because i didn't know what was going on in this town uh, my kid brother called me uh whilst he was in adamo i think at the time and told me that ah, cool fm was in kano and he was like okay 
Uh, I listened to Cool FM a lot, introduced to it by Popsy. For it was the this countdown show that they normally have on um, Saturdays and Sundays that got us in into listening to Cool FM. So when I heard they were in town, I was like, okay, let me hear what Cool FM Kano does. So yeah, I got I got to like the presenters at the time. I became friends with a couple of them, but I never I never was that interested in radio until I listened to the sports show. Now this is where it gets interesting. Femi D, the host of the sports program at the time, has this way with how he presents the sports, and it was just so awesome. Now he he on Fridays he allowed for fans to call every everyday fans call on the show, but Fridays were special because he said, you know what, you can call in. You have one minute uninterrupted. Just speak about the game. If you want to speak about your club, it was fine. You want to speak about the game, it was fine. And there was this thing with me. Uh, I don't know. He said it that I was very very objective when I called because I, I sort of analyzed the top the top four teams at the time. And Manchester United were horrible. I'm a Manchester United fan. Um, I'd been a regular caller at the time. So when I called in and I shared my opinion as to what was going on in our club, what was going on with the league, he was impressed. And he said, you know what? I'd like to get your number after the show. I'll call you. And he did. And he invited me to the grand show on Saturdays, which was like an hour. And um, yeah, that was how I got into radio. He called me in. We had the show. I was fascinated about the, the equipment and the studio. Like, yo, it was one person controlling all of this stuff. It, it's sort of like the, the studio for Cool FM is sort of like the not 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 like the ones that you have producers on the other side doing all of the touching and everything. You as the host, the honor personality, have to do everything. So yeah, that kind of got me, and I was like, yo, I'd love to do this. So I spoke to him, and I was like, yo, would it be cool if I kept coming in as an analyst on a regular basis? And he said, yes, I could do that. And boom, that was it, yo. Uh, I started doing that whilst I was in school in 2012 and then I had to go to school. When I got back, I wasn't able to go back there because I didn't know what the situation was at the time. I misplaced Femi's number, so I could not call him. And then I heard a new program that was done again on a Friday. You see, see, see? It's like, it was like, looking back, I'm like, yo, this was all sort of faith fate playing with my destiny basically so yeah it also happened that i listened to a show on a friday joey and biba were the ones handling the show at the time and a segment of their show on the road show was battle of the sexes uh, i loved that program because you know it brought into the four issues that concern both male and female and they always argued about it and i found it so fun so i was always on joey's side because hey he was the guy and then there was this girl this girl that always called and she she sort of challenged me uh, nobody did that nobody uh her name is rafiat uh, she also has a podcast queen rafi space check her out she's awesome so i she always always challenged me and um one time joey invited me over to come on the show so we can have a show live with them and out there i think bieber also invited or was it joey that invited i was i'm not sure Joey invited rafiat to come in and then she did she she came in as well and um it was it was an amazing show it was an amazing show and people wanted me to continually coming but she didn't quite specify so i was like you know what? i didn't want to be a pest so i stayed away and then in 2013 i went away to lagos when i got back she was like yo what's happening like strike we've not gone for service and she was like why haven't you been coming I'm like yo should i have been coming i don't know i didn't want to be a pest i sent her a mail uh, which i never got a reply <laughs> 
but yeah looking back it's all cool now it's all cool it's all cool um so uh, this just takes us now to 2014 yeah yeah right um in 2014 i was listening to the radio i wasn't going to cool fm anymore and i was only participating via the phone to you know call in share opinions and stuff like that and at the time i had a favorite a favorite personality for all of the times for the midday oasis i listened to k and i loved her so i didn't do anything else um the road show obviously joey i didn't do anything else i didn't like listening to the morning show i can't remember why i can't even remember who the hosts of the morning show were at the time but i just didn't like listening to the morning show so as i was listening to what, what, what was it was she on the morning i think she was on the morning show she was the reason why i stopped listening to the morning show okay yeah she said something that i felt really i felt was really really condescending and it sort of insulted the people listening and i was like yo is she the only one on radio is this the only radio station in town like yo what what is this mess so i tuned my radio to look for something else i didn't want to listen to anything cool fm at the time and i stumbled upon a voice now this voice ladies and gentlemen for people that are into radio would know that this voice is a legendary voice i'm talking about the voice of nuhu tahir aka cool coffee yeah i heard his voice on a station i was like yo isn't this the head of stations for cool fm why is he here and then i tuned back to cool fm and i heard k again i'm like ah where is this happening and then i tuned back to the station where he was i'm like i need to know what station this is now they made a mistake with that station at the time because i don't know what he was doing he was talking a lot but they didn't play the station id so i had to like leave the dial on that station until the end of the show and then i heard 88.5 dollar fm your swag station i'm like yo okay there's another station that speaks english in this town <laughs> so um yeah and i think i started listening to him started listening to him consistently and then i left listen i stopped listening to the morning show on cool fm because okay she annoyed me <laughs> and then i heard something one day cool coffee said there was someone with him in the studio this person is really really interested in broadcast media and he would love to be the person to you know sort of introduce the person to the world and guess who and he also said that the person was a student at the time guess who it was rafiat again yo girl what's going on it was rafi again rafi was on dala fm and the way he spoke about her and when i heard her speak i was like okay so he's looking to mentor people into this i did all i could at the time to get a meeting with cool coffee i kept stalking the show <laughs> i stalked his show couldn't get his number then i decided to stalk the other uh shows and then i got to uh, ashu brown yeah ashu brown was hosting sort of like the road show the evening show on that life at a time i called him i told him i wanted to speak to him off air i spoke to him and then i was like okay i would like to see cool coffee about um being an honor personality as well or letting him mentor me sort of i'm just sitting at home doing nothing and he's like okay cool um i can come in tomorrow gave me a time i came in i got an appointment um met cool coffee oh my god meeting him was awesome <laughs> he rescheduled that meeting uh to like in the next two weeks so when i got back to you know have a sit down with him to talk about you know what i would like 
I was there with my brother. And funny thing is, the, the, the reason why he, he at the time, said he, he gave me that opportunity to sit down with him was because he thought my brother was a Olamide. <laughs> or Olamide's brother. Uh, he thought I was moving around with Olamide's brother. So, or Olamide. I don't know. I don't know. And they don't look alike. Or oh, maybe they did. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure because my brother was huge at the time. He 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 had muscles f- faster than I did. I, did I? No, I, I still don't have muscles. I'm still skinny. Sort of. Um, but now being married, I think the wife has done magic with me. But yeah, that's by the way. So, <laughs> so yeah, we got to sit down with uh, Cool Coffee. Um, guess what? We sat down for three hours. We we're just talking. He wanted to know about my life. He wanted to know everything about me. He kept asking me questions. Um, he didn't say what we we're doing, but he just kept asking me questions. So telling him about schooling, my degree. Telling him about Boko Haram how it all started, who started it, what happened, what, you know, who instigated what, there was some time that was, I just kept talking and talking and talking and it was for three hours, guys. I was talking to cook coffee for three hours. I didn't know, but that was my audition. Yeah, he was actually auditioning me to know if I was someone he could train. And it turned out the answer was yes. So he was like, yo, you actually have a gift for talking and talking to people. Uh, you 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 know how to comport yourself. You articulate, he said. And he was like, yo, I'm going to train you. And he did. He did train me. Boom. That was it. That was how my journey began on radio. He, he, he created a whole show for me. Um, Rolling Dices was the name of the show at the time. And I had to be debating topics with... Um, a very, very prominent person actually in Kano, Miss Fatima Dabo, the owner of Dabo TV. We're both on the show at the time before uh, she left the show. And then someone else joined us, um, Peaches, Sadia, at the time. Um, so it was just me and Sadia. And then Sadia took over the show. I was then handed the morning show on Dalaf. And like, that was how my progress was fast, yo. <laughs> like, it was super fast. I started in 2014, but it's still in 2014. I got to the morning show, took over the morning show. Uh, not entirely until 2015 when he left on air business entirely before he started doing what we call at the time um deep thinking he actually still does that right now uh, but just you know like a minute or two uh where he drops snippets of deep thinking i think he's on instagram as well so yeah check him out and if if you like if you like yeah um you want to know who cool coffee is who know who tara is just google him google know who tahir aka cool coffee and you'd see him come up. I mean, uh, he facilitated my first interview that was with, uh, my first interview ever on radio was with Don Jazzy. Yeah, and at that, I didn't know at the time, he was like, ah, Don Jazzy's this guy. He trained one of the producers for Don Jazzy, Baby Fresh. Baby Fresh is also his trainee. Um, yeah, so we, we had that interview. It was amazing. That was when Don Jazzy followed me. <laughs> I sort of asked for the follow, but yeah, he followed me at the time and I was super psyched. And yeah, I don't know. I just I just got in. I really, really got in, did a lot of research. Um, I wanted to get certificates, uh, certifications from so many. I wanted to go to school again for for broadcast media, you know, go study, go do my master's in mass communication. But it hasn't actually happened, but I I, I have I have done a lot of certification to that regard, and I, I believe yeah, for for the most part yeah. I know a lot of people, mass com people are going to be really really annoyed about this, but 
if you check it yeah if you check someone it was actually a mass comm person that said this um some of the best broadcast media people didn't actually study mass communication and um during my stay during my course during this journey into broadcast media i have actually held a position for the head of internship deputy sorry deputy head of internship i was about to be the head of internship before i left cool fm yeah uh, being deputy head of internship i met a lot of mass communication students that were to come in and intern with us and man i don't know a lot of you should consider print media because you're brilliant you're brilliant when it comes to writing but everybody everybody wants to come on air everybody wants to come on air it doesn't you don't have it doesn't matter if you have an accent yeah if you don't know how to relay your message um you're going to be terrible as an on-air person if you don't know how to comport yourself, if you're not articulate enough, you're going to be terrible as an honor person. At the end of the day, it's not about what you know; it's about how you're able to, how you're able to relay that message, basically, from where it begins to the middle to the end. Now, I have this problem here. Yeah? I have this problem for people that listen to me a lot. Like right now, I find it difficult to say, to to like you know relay a message. Like to, no, not relay a message, but to to speak about some things it's not it's not because i don't have the words in my head or anything it's just plainly because i heard someone told me this um he was the former goc of the northwest when he heard i was into radio and he was like are you willing to be dumb enough for the dumbest person and you know smart enough for the smartest person that listens to you i didn't quite understand that until i you know sat down and thought about it and it was basically the dumbest of the dumb people will listen to you and the smartest of the smart people will listen to you as well. So you have to find a sort of like a balance. And there's one thing I decided to do, which is that whenever someone's listening to me, I'm not going to make them, even though I want you to learn new stuff from me, but I'm not going to make it a point to always send you to your dictionary. It sort of defeats the purpose of, I want to talk to you to, for you to understand me. So I sort of struggle with words, trying to define words in my head before I speak it out so people understand what I am saying. So yeah, um, my journey has been quite interesting. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe some other time I'm going to share with you um, how how I left where how I left where I started it all, Dala FM, and how I moved to Cool FM. And how I left Cool FM to eventually come ahead, come on and, you know, do this, do my own podcast, do my own thing. But yeah, that would be a story for another time. I, I hope you enjoy this one, though. Um, I hope you really do enjoy this one. Um, I'm going to look at how I'll get to do so, a few series with other broadcasters. Now, if you are in Kano and you listen to the major stations here in Kano, some of your favorite on their personalities didn't study mass com as well i don't want to you know bust any bubbles but maybe whenever i get, have them on the show as guests yeah then we go ahead and you know talk to them and i'm sure they're going to relay that message to you but a lot of them are and i don't, don't want to give any phony statistics right now but yeah a lot of them actually didn't study mass communication this is not to say that when you study mass communication you will not do well as an honor personality or in broadcast media but no that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, most of the time, yeah, school is not enough. Yeah, school on its own is not enough. Learning on the job is what it is. And I love the fact that um, mass communication students, for the most part, are allowed to go out for um, IT trainings and all of that to help determine where your path will be, either in print media or, you know, um, come on, broadcast media. So, yeah, 
that's basically it my journey into broadcast media y'all yeah by the way my name is mo usman if this is your first time on this podcast this has been amazing initially i thought i actually set a plan i didn't think i would last this long on a podcast but it has been fun so far um i've actually enjoyed doing this and um this being episode 11 means that we've crossed like a milestone which is episode 10 this was supposed to this episode was supposed to be for episode 10 milestone episode so keep an eye out or keep an ear out for for more milestone episodes where i get to share stories like this with you yeah make sure you have a fantastic day ahead and yeah make sure you are safe out there okay stay home stay safe if you haven't been explicitly told that you could go out please do not and when you are told to go you can go out make sure you have your face masks on make sure you observe physical distancing or if you like to call it social distancing it's fine so yeah make sure you maintain all of those stuff make sure you maintain all of the precautions wash your hands thoroughly and all of that all right be safe out there ensure you don't miss out on next episode follow at mo usman underscore on twitter and do turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on anything